Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now that we have come to be oh, Lord. a brand new light I can see. Never thought you'd be a special <laughs> part of me. <laughs> no nigga, nigga. <laughs> no. The reasons are because of down. I can go on and make it through. I can't even take my mind off loving you. Come on. And I want to say, I wasn't ready. There was a love like this before. A love like this before. <laughs> Never thought Never had Had someone To show me love Love like this before Watch your Saudi exit Oh god That was awful Hey guys Welcome back to the show I can't believe she's Stevie J's legal guardian It doesn't make any sense Guys, I'm uh, Dominique Devereaux. Oh my God, that's wild, because I am Marion Gilbert. This is three. Two incredible characters played by one incredible black legend. Uh, Barrier-breaking, genre-defying. All those things. Ever-classic, super-legendary, flaw-free, <laughs> iconic. Haven't heard a lie yet. Just. Yeah, we really lost another legend. When Diane Carroll passed. Absolutely. Man, she has just given me... So much. So much. So much. In such exquisite ways. We lost one. A major one. Die! Just uh, die! Like... How can you not stand? And Miss Colby? <laughs> couldn't take her. Uh, rest in peace. It's burnt. It's, um, it's obviously been frozen in the bottle. <laughs> And when she came for her caviar. Okay. She's like, I actually wouldn't even know because I only eat blah, jibba, fuck. And this is. Pre- the inferior the fuck. 
AKA, <laughs> bitch, you can have Bitch, her. please, with your discount you ass, save a lot of ass caviar. Oh, I literally don't care. She told that man at the in the hotel that she... <laughs> She needs a, a extra room for her Listen, luggage. period. I don't sleep with my clothes. So. Where do you think I am? So Black Excellence this week, besides Diane Carroll, um, and also in the vein of, first of all, I have to give it to Tyler Perry. Oh, absolutely. The What is going on with this man's studio? It's absolutely like. It's incredible. I don't know if everyone has really like grasped how major this shit is. Yeah. This black man now owns one of the biggest yeah. film studios in the country. Um wow. 330 acre lot. Woo. Um 200,000 square foot office complex. I read on Ava DuVernay's Instagram, she said, fun fact, the studio, <laughs> the studio lots of Disney, Warner Brothers, Paramount, Fox, and Sony could fit inside Tyler Perry's studio lot at the same time, and there would still be 60 acres to spare. Bitch. This nigga got 12 <laughs> massive state-of-the-art sound stages yeah. that he has named after... Mm-hmm sickening prolific yep. legendary black stars <laughs> that's right such as diane carroll <laughs> there you cicely go. tyson Another denzel legend. will smith who was there with his gorgeous wife yes sydney potier della reese i mean spike lee oprah did i say oprah harry no, belafonte yes oprah whoopi like true uh, legends uh, uh, yeah. This nigga can shoot everything. He can. At the and, same time. <laughs> and God only knows how many different movies can be shot there. At the same time. All the houses are built to code. Like, <laughs> those are actual domestic structures that people can live in. They are up to the as city well of Atlanta's housing code. Like, nigga. That is so you can just fucking crazy. TPN to show up on your TV you guide can. next to you can. Soon, I You guess. can. <laughs> Did you see their White House? What? He has a mock White House. It's like the front half of the White House or whatever, like, you know, because people shoot the White House all now, the time. Now, I was already going to say, you know, we should probably lift Brother Perry up in prayer because I know white people. You know they are, pissed. Like, you know they up set. How dare that? A nigga. White House on top of that? Yeah. You know, there's quaking in them Fake boots. Fake White House, and then there's a Medea House around the corner. Of course, there is. <laughs> the iconic Medea House. But I was just like looking at, I guess Ava was the only person allowed to publish like videos of the actual, the tour around the um, whole fucking, it's not a set. Lot. The lot, right. Mm-hmm. So, because I didn't see anybody else get into like all the detail that she did, but. It's astounding. Just watching it is like, holy, like, on a piece of land that's 134 years old, like a 134 year old military base or some shit like that. Right. And like firmly in slave country. So So, it's just. It's monumental. Yeah. So for all the shit we give Tyler Perry, you know, we have to make sure that we give him his props when he deserves them. And right, right. I meant those things. But. Tyler Perry did an incredible thing here, and I got to tip my hat to that nigga. It's it's just it is so just major. phenomenal, <laughs> and it's one of those things that I feel like sort of just sets an example for 
the next Tyler Perry, the next Ava DuVernay, mm-hmm. like the young kids growing up and seeing yeah. what they can, what they can uh, acquire or what right. they can, you know, actually do. Yeah. Especially given his, uh, his story and all that shit. So yeah, to go from, you know, homelessness and all this other shit and to this, like I'm literally, <laughs> I thought back to the very first time I heard about this nigga, my homegirl, Katie, I want to say her name was Katie Holcomb. I don't remember. Shout out to who you go, girl. And Killian told me, you ain't never heard of Medea? Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about? She went through all of the lines from Family Reunion to play. <laughs> right. And how this old lady be shooting at people and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, where can you find this? It sounds so hilarious. And she was like, probably at your church. And I was like, Katie, no. I'm like, I don't know they don't have this about at, your church. My church girl. Like, they, don't. they don't have shooting. Sure enough, they had it at church. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I found it on campus. (laughs) Niggas being like, you know, we about to drink and watch Medea. And I thought they was talking about their own grandmas. Yeah. No, they meant that crazy bitch. And to go from them stage plays and the the movie adaptations and and all the, the, yeah, and all the projects on OWN and all that shit. It's just truly incredible. So congratulations, Mr. Perry. And shout out to Kadena DeVal because I saw y'all. Okay, Kadena DeVal right next to Will and Jada. I said, okay. I saw it all right, straight friends. And I was like, this just feels right. Like, this just right. feels like right. So, shout out to everybody. Real proud of y'all. Also, Black Excellence for me this week, I wanted to shout out uh, Jessica Nabongo. I don't know if you are familiar with this woman. I'm not. But her uh, name on Instagram is The Catch Me If You Can. And uh, she just finished her quest <laughs> to visit. All of the countries on the planet. 195. Are you serious? UN member countries. Wow. I actually have had the pleasure of meeting uh, Jessica a couple of times. Super sweet, gorgeous, down to earth Detroit chick. Of course you know her. Ugandan American. <laughs> no, I've just been introduced to her. Oh my God, friends. I just found her Instagram. She is stunning. Like, gorgeous. And so... The fact that, like, she actually just, I believe, October 6th completed this journey of visiting all of the countries on the fucking planet, sis. I have to do this. I believe I read that she chose her father's birthday, uh, her late father's birthday, as the the date that she would visit the last country. And so this is sickening to me just because it feels like one of those things you think about as as a kid. And you, it, it's almost like a human being couldn't do that. Right, you know what I mean? Like right. it, it seems like yeah, I one of just, those things am, that couldn't happen. I am just in awe. So wow! Shout out to this Ugandan American sickening diva and all of her. Because I just feel like I just thought to myself, what what must it, must it be like? Wow. You know, going to a bar and sitting up at the bar next to this chick and striking up a conversation. <laughs> like I'm what? automatically going to feel inadequate as hell. <laughs> just the amount of like <laughs> right? culture, the culture and that you have been exposed to, and things that you have been exposed to throughout this journey. Wow, like, uh, the stories must be endless. She's going to be an amazing grandmama. i mean the stories and the the pictures and videos alone like it's just i'm i'm scrolling through her instagram in 
just complete awe at how gorgeous she is, how nice she looks while traveling. Bitch, I literally could never. She said she's never had food poisoning. Wow. Okay. Don't understand that either. But she looks so good. I don't know who is taking all these pictures, but (laughs) wow. So she's the first documented black woman to travel to every country on the planet, as well as the first Ugandan, I believe. So Uh, big ups. I didn't even realize that was like a, a stat, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I need to click off of her Instagram actually, cause I'm super distracted right now, but yeah, great. Go. I wonder which one was her favorite. I know it's not the U S <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> I don't even know if that counts as a, as a visit. Oh my gosh. She has all these highlights on her fucking Instagram. Is this every country? <gasps> it is. Just go ahead and follow her. Oh bro. my God. Yeah. I'm just going to follow her. V catch me if you can. Shout out to you, sis. Wow. Positivity. Wow. Yes. It's the catch me if you can. Oh, I get it now. Yep. (laughs) On Instagram. And wow. She has an FAQ packing tips. Okay. Let me stop. All right, girls. So it's time for some garbage in our pop culture segment. Oh, Lord. I don't know if I used this one. Well, we'll see. We can Hot Tops Bottom is the New Black. Um, I feel like I said that one. I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't think you did. But sometimes I'd be drunk on this show. So I don't know. I'm slacking on the hot tubs. No, you're doing just fine. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. 
So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. That's fine. I'm going to come back with a vengeance. <laughs> Please don't, because honey, I sipped the kids was too much. Drank the kids. <laughs> oh, that's one of my faves. That <laughs> almost sent me into cardiac arrest. <laughs> it came to me like an epiphany. Isn't that what that dead, that dead girl said? <laughs> Um, Stop it. So uh, <laughs> last week I briefly talked about um, reading something about Adele and Skepta dating. Oh, yeah. And we're just like, what? So it seems like maybe they have gone on a couple dates. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't okay. know that it's that serious. Um, but I don't know if we discussed it. I feel like we might have talked for a second about uh, Adele being single since April, I believe, where yeah. she separated from her husband, Simon. Um, and all that album. So she is 31. She is now, age, right? Too. Yeah, yep. it is a good age. Um, They have a six-month-old. I'm six-month. Jesus, what a lie, fool. Six-year-old <laughs> son together. Uh, Skepta apparently just had a daughter named River, which is a name that I love. I think that's a great name. Oh, it is. Um, he also dated Naomi Campbell briefly not too long ago. So oh, apparently- right. Yes, because we said he was embarrassing her. Because they did that interview with whoever the fuck together. And he said something And they so started stupid. talking about... I don't know if he said something stupid. I just remember they were talking about politics. Naomi and the interviewer. And he was like closing, like plugging his ears. <laughs> like, I don't care about this. Okay. Um, But apparently Adele and, and Skepta have been friends for a while. Um, He said back in 2016 that Adele texts me all the time and keeps me in check. She speaks to me about how things are going. Um. Uh-huh. So keeps you in check, eh? Maybe this is one of those Kalani YG things that was years in the yeah, making, and, and we just now's the time. <laughs> I'm just interested in how like a a lovers quarrel goes between a swirly British relationship. Like, I'm wondering if they even spend a lot of time arguing. I have a feeling they don't. I mean, I'm just saying, like, like in the the possibility that they are a couple or become a couple one day, you will undoubtedly argue because couples do at some point. Don't he look like DeRay in this blue vest? He do. I don't have anything to say. He does look like DeRay. Actually, I'm looking at the exact same picture, so... (laughs) He looks like DeRay right there. You can lie and say you don't if you want to. DeRay with a huge tattoo across his throat. Yes, that's right. What does it say? Fortune or forever? It looks like it says forever. Okay. I honestly don't know much about Skepta besides I have a couple of songs um, by him in my library. Um, Yeah. I, I believe that he inspired a good portion of of Drake's grime era. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, um, Absolutely. And he dated Naomi yes. Campbell. I don't know anything else. Um, well, good for Adele. Yeah, if you're having a, a good time, Adele, bitch, me too. That's and right. y'all look like a great reverse Oreo <laughs> together, whatever them things be called. New dicks for everybody. I don't know what the reverse Oreos are called. I actually never even heard of that. I just call them light skin. Oh, the light skin Oreos, but they don't have chocolate on the inside. Yeah, they do. Oh, wait, no, there there is one with chocolate on the inside. What? Yeah, and I want to say that that one happened before the quote-unquote golden Oreos. Oh, 
really? Yes, because I always wanted a fucking Oreo that had <laughs> vanilla cookies and chocolate cream on the inside. And I thought for my whole fucking childhood, Nabisco or whoever the fuck, what is taking the black ass ever for y'all to make these? And then they did, and then they upped it even once more. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, by the way, Oreo sent us some more Oreos. Apparently, they're doing like a mystery Oreo what? now. Oh, my God. I ate half of it already, but I felt... <laughs> I felt like maybe I should have brought it here so you could I try mean, them you know, too. or you can keep them at your house. Link can have them. You can just tell me how good Did they are. Did you just are. say you want my dog to die? <laughs> no way. Oh, I forgot dogs can't have chocolate. Or like people food. I mean, dogs can eat people food. I was about to say, they down my so first did dog, when I was coming up. <laughs> my first dog ate Jamaican food like the rest of them. My dog <laughs> ate Oxtail fucking bones plate scraps. Ackee and sawfish. Like, Take that out there to that dog. My dog was just... <laughs> we used to have to mix our scraps in with a little bit of dog food to make the dog food last longer. <laughs> I don't hear the problem. <laughs> My mom will be like, don't feel that Peter damn can hole. probably tell you what the problem is, but I don't know. Black people, we gotta stop doing our dogs. I like mean, that. right. Like, <laughs> our dogs be smoking black and miles and all. Show Just doing Rolling whatever. blunts like everybody else. That meme of the dog in the window. That high dog. Is one of the funniest photographs. It is. And the best so meme good. slash the one that I would see the most is when he said, when a dog in the window like, your baby daddy and your boyfriend out here fighting and they both said sick of them and I don't know which one to buy because they both be over here. Whichever one, of y'all, one. whichever one of y'all made that, congratulations, you won. That was good. That shit is very funny. Okay, I pulled up some dumb shit Woo! here. I don't know. Okay, so I only pulled this up because I feel like maybe sometime recently I mentioned Portia and her baby's father not being together anymore. Oh, yeah. And I may have been incorrect because it seems like they are still together. So good for you, Portia. You look lovely. Congratulations on being my mom. Oh, okay. I just felt it like fair to correct myself if I was incorrect. If I'm even right about mentioning that shit in the first place. What else? <laughs> right. Safari done got Erica Manna pregnant. Um, two opinions on this. One, um, I saw a clip that VH1 posted because you know they're giving them like a series about it or whatever. Because oh, I guess they course. just have money to waste. And I saw like a clip of them, I guess, doing these Bonnie and Clyde themed maternity photos. And during their little interview or whatever, Erica Menno, who looks gorgeous and going pregnant, mentions how Safari has been watching um, videos of dogs giving birth and how she is, I guess, why trying to break down for him the difference between... Why wouldn't he watch human I don't know. birth videos? Does Safari not have any kids? No. Oh. This is his first child, her second. Okay, that's a little surprising, but... <laughs> I feel like <laughs> at least she has a kid, and so... Oh, she changed you know, her Instagram name. She put Samuels at the end of her oh display God. name. I so you know. Well, I guess. I mean, these photos actually aren't terrible. You know, they're not bad. They look nice. I mean, the styling is really good. It's just good. very, of course. Why that is they she did on a Bonnie fucking ladder? I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> but fine. These are some you really like pretty pictures. It, yeah. Well, congratulations to them. Um, ja Rule appeared on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live this week. And, of course, Andy brought up 50 Cent. Oh, my God. This was so odd. 
So <laughs> Jaru sort of starts like, you know, we've been having this feud for 15 years or so. And I just want to say right now, what ha- what's happening live, I am removing myself from the circus. And the like 45-year-old drunk white women in the audience start to clap. You know what I mean? They don't know what they're they clapping don't, They're just happy to be there. <laughs> right. Something to talk about with the girls on next Sunday. Right. And then, you know, Ja Rule goes, you know, because I just feel like, fuck, hold on. I'm just going to play it because I don't remember and I don't feel like saying it wrong. <laughs> but he said something like, I, if you give time to clowns, you become a part of the circus. Oh, okay. He says something so to that. So when you do clownery, Essentially. The clown comes back to bite. And of course, Miss Cohen was like, oh, well, that doesn't sound like... Okay, all right, hold on. <laughs> so then he tells him to... Uh, he challenges him to say three nice things about 50 Cent, as he often does with people who come on the show and whoever they have issues with. Got it, okay. Um, ja Rule chose the following three things. Number one, he said he is a bad father. Number two, he said he has a square box-shaped head. <laughs> and number three, he said he looks like his breath stings. I thought he was supposed to say three nice things. We all did. So, <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad father is not nice. It's true, though it may be. It isn't nice. I mean, it isn't mean either. It's factual, but... <laughs> kind of didn't do so good on the game there. And then he goes, you know, oh my God, Andy, why would you think that we would, you know, whatever, we're going to be feuding forever. He's my sworn enemy Oh, so you're not really So he was being, you know, sarcastic, I guess. Was he being sarcastic when he said he was going to do another festival? I hope so. Because he damn sure should have (laughs) been. Sir, you narrowly escaped prison. Meanwhile, 50 Cent is working and he um, apparently has a new docuseries coming out called A Moment in Time. Now, I was sort of irked when I read the information about this because most of the headlines I saw had it uh, worded like 50 Cent is producing a 6ix9ine docuseries. That's not really the case. Oh, okay. This A Moment in Time show is apparently going to spotlight uh, a list of high-profile rappers and athletes and, I guess, some drama from their careers. One of the episodes will apparently follow uh, Takashi Six, six Snitch Six Nine. <laughs> there you go. You found it. Along with his racketeering and snitching federal case and his... um. Okay. Drama in and out of radio stations and Instagram Live, and hopefully why he chose to have a two-ball screwball hairdo. (laughs) (laughs) How is this any different from Unsung as a series? Yeah, it sounds like Unsung for niggas. Okay. (laughs) Is this not just a rap version of Unsung? (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Um, And I kind of feel like there's one of those, but I could be wrong. I mean, rap artists are occasionally featured on Unsung, so it's like... Yeah, but they usually do like... R&B singers yeah. and maybe like the old legends old and that sort TV of thing. Stars yeah. And things like that. Um, I saw one once about the Jefferson's cast. It was pretty good. Right. <laughs> so, yes. I'm telling you good. Like, <laughs> sung do be good. <laughs> Anyways. Also, uh, apparently supposed to be appearing on a moment in time. Snoop Dogg are not appearing but episodes about them because I don't know how involved these niggas are going to be I'm sure 6 9 will not be involved at all 
Snoop Dogg, apparently there will be a Scott Storch episode. There will be a 50 Cent episode as well. It says here on Wrap Up that uh, the Snoop Dogg episode will focus on his murder trial and his rise to fame. 50's episodes will include his uh, the making of his 2005 album, The Massacre, along with his beef with Jimmy Henchman, which sounds like not the beef that... Yeah, I don't even know who that person is, much less you know who whatever Jimmy they Henchman be. Is? Okay, well, Google's I know there. Jim Henson and I know Jimmy Hendrix. That's that's who it is. It's beef with Jim Henson. What? Yeah. Jim Henson is dead. Play play with me some more. No, but about the Muppets. <laughs> All right. See, you be getting me. You didn't <laughs> no, you hear say the Muppets a, diss track? You say things with a straight face. And so I be thinking, you Crystal. remember, there's no such thing as a Muppets <laughs> diss track. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jimmy Henchman, you said? Let me Google Yes. <laughs> Music industry, oh. nigga. Is he in jail? This was like a mugshot. I don't know. Convicted drug trafficker. Oh, two life sentences. Yes, he is in jail. <laughs> okay, yikes. That. that sucks. Um, he is apparently also working on some show on uh, ABC that he had to gain fifteen pounds for, or whatever. As well as the Mary J. Blige Power prequel <laughs> and like oh, three four other shows that he's working on. So who has time for any of this, girl? Nobody. <laughs> Not That's the fuck me. <laughs> no way. Cardi B has uh, apparently revealed the name of her upcoming album that she's still working on. She said on Instagram Live that she's been thinking about uh, calling this new album, wait for it. Okay. Tiger Woods. Why? (laughs) Oh, no. Because she, I guess she's likening herself to this moment in Tiger Woods' career where after years of bad press and niggas doubting him, he had a a comeback winning the Masters or whatever the fuck that shit is in golf. She can't be serious. That can't be for real. That's what she said on Instagram Live, child. <laughs> Ma'am, you just got here. Tiger Woods really did spend like years like at the top of golf, decade and to... then years struggling professionally, and then got that crazy night with with his white wife and all that shit that happened yeah. then. <laughs> so and then we found out how much of a freak fucking Tiger Woods is and all that shit. Never and then he that. did start to do really well in go- like, but this happened over decades. You literally just got here, like in 2017. What? Girl. You know, she has feelings. Cardi I mean, B and that's emotional. fine. Yeah, you and Nikki both are in- entirely too dramatic, though. Maybe it's a New York thing. Perhaps. Um, She's also starring as a judge on this new hip-hop, I guess it's, it's a competition series called Rhythm and Flow, which appears in a couple days, October 9th. She's a judge alongside uh, Clifford Harris, uh -uh. as well as Chance the Rapper. Now, interestingly enough, she also had a very impassioned and angry uh, moment recently. She was interviewed during the press for this new show, Access Hollywood, who she accuses of chopping her words up when she was discussing balancing motherhood and work. Um, and I guess this clip came out where she talks about, um, spending time away from her daughter culture. She doesn't even really say her daughter specifically. (laughs) She's speaking like, you know, you 
have people telling you that you can afford to have people take care of your kid or your mama can watch your kid while you go work or whatever. But what they don't say is when you come home and your kid wants to spend more time with your mom or calling somebody else mommy yeah. and that shit sucks or whatever. Right. And she feels like the way that they presented it as well as the headline that it was under was something which was something to the effect of... Um, Cardi admits baby culture calls someone else mommy because she works so much. This is how the blogs do. So she got on Instagram live again and was pissed. She declares that she's not doing interviews anymore. She's tired of the bullshit. She's very, very, very sensitive about um, people discussing her motherhood and her mothering. Yeah. As Onika herself knows, if dating right. back to the red dress. That's when she decides to, to get violent. Um, <laughs> so just don't play with her in that area, I suppose. Thought niggas knew that. Uh, that it was unnecessary to even ask her that shit since how she's there to promote a TV show and not a Cardi B anything. Yeah. Um, she also said uh, to Access Hollywood that she is going to spit at them the next time she sees them Mm-mm. since people are so quick to sue when hands are put on such and such. She also, at one point in the... Um, they can sue you for spit as well. Yeah, that's possible. Don't think she... <laughs> Okay, what else? She also said to Access Hollywood, don't use my motherfucking kid for clickbait, bitch. <laughs> Suck my whole dick. Suck a dick. I hope your fucking mom catch AIDS, bitch. Oh, Jesus, God. You couldn't just leave it as suck a dick. It's aggressive enough, but also, like, suck a dick. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I want to Why are we still wishing AIDS on people in 2019? Why I'm is sorry. that a thing? You can't catch AIDS. That's not how AIDS works. I mean, it, wishing it on somebody's mama for... This just seems so unnecessary. And for what, sis? I mean, I know that you're annoyed with these media outlets and how they frame things to get people to click. Because they do that. They do do that shit all the time. And so, like, the headline or the tweet teaser will be one thing. And then you click on it and the story is... As I just said, where everybody saying that, that Fifty Cent is making a six nine docu series, only for you to read <laughs> right. the first like, sentence no. of these articles and be like, "That's yeah. not what he's doing." Right. So, so yeah. I get it. Like, if nothing else, even if y'all don't click, y'all get that brand's engagement up. So I get why she's mad, but like I just said, you and Nikki both are entirely too dramatic, and right. this was just it has too to much. Go too far. This was too much. You could have just got on Instagram Live and been like, "No, let me tell y'all about these sorry let me tell ass you motherfuckers." What the fuck, y'all hoes aren't going to do on Barty's time, right? But he had to get into you mama's name. Just like that, you could have, you could have talked about Beyonce because Beyonce brought up this same issue on Homecoming about how she just gave birth and. Had to be in rehearsal, but wanted to be with her babies. You could do that. Masterclass just needs to cut Beyonce to check on how to, like, (laughs) pay these hoes no mind. Right. And put it in the LaSalle or something. 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 A Parkwood produced a self-help course. For celebrities. For these celebrities. That's right. On how to just take it far enough if it needs to be taken Anywhere. That's exactly it. Because, damn, I understand being pissed and stuff, girl, but you got to be pissed within bounds. Right. You got to be pissed within reason. You got to be pissed without stigmatizing a whole group of people or just, (laughs) it's just. Because who wants to be that bitch in the crowd who got to look around and be like, well, goddamn. Right. (laughs) Well, Jesus H. Cardi, my God. Um, Oh, girl. 
Rihanna is releasing a a new photography book with yes. endless photos of her, and I'm getting one. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's just start there. Yeah. Self-titled uh, stunning visual narrative is uh, 504 pages, hardcover, um, wow. 15 pounds. There are 1,050 photographs inside, as well as 11 special inserts. It is apparently wrapped in a custom-designed black carton with a carrying handle in case you want to take it on go for the bitches to really be pressed. <laughs> yes! <A> fucking handle! <laughs> there are photos inside of this book, including moments from her worldwide tours, fashion moments, childhood in Barbados moments, mm. private uh, friends and family moments, probably Madge. Okay. Majesty. Sure. Um, and who all, who knows what else? And get this. There are different uh, additions to the book, as well as some nifty special editions. Let me tell you about them. Okay. Can't wait. So uh, there's a, a a special Fenty edition with a tabletop book stand for one hundred and seventy five dollars. I will likely cough up the money for right. that one. One seventy five. Okay. There's a luxury supreme edition with a cast resin table book stand. Fifty five hundred. I'm sorry. Five five zero zero dot zero zero. <laughs> There's also an ultra luxury supreme edition with a 2,000 pound marble pedestal to hold the book. Don't worry, girls. It's already sold out. Don't worry about it. You don't even it. have to feel broke, sis. Uh, apparently, Cardi herself is one of 10 owners of this of edition. She is. Because she was at Rihanna's Diamond Ball last month, where I'm assuming they all sold out. Yeah. Um and oh, paid one hundred and eleven thousand dollars at an right. auction for her. That's right. And didn't blink twice about it. Sent that cash app right on over. And honestly, culture probably just pulled that out of her purse and said, here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how much did you say? Like, is that tax or not? Culture pulled that shit out her pocketbook and then thumbed through it like, let me just, let me just make sure this three, is... One, two, three, four, five... All right, hold this. One, two, three, four, five... Like, $111,000 for a book. A book of pictures of this fine-ass bitch. I mean, she is fine. If you are able, sure. Sure. <laughs> like, And the diamond ball was the right place to sell that bitch because where else... Rihanna fan, look, the Navy love her down, but not too many of us is going to be spending house money on a book with a marble stand. <laughs> but listen, the, I'm going to get the they, book. I was going to say the, the fucking real expensive ones already sold out. So it's not right. like it's not like she, she wasn't even was trying you. about that. You know, like, right. that was just in the press release. I didn't even tell them to put that bullshit right. there. You know, it is what it is. Diamond yeah. Ball is 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 uh for profit or not for non <laughs> bitch, you know what I'm it's saying? It's for that foundation. Yes, it's, it's a, a foundation. Fundraiser. It's a it is a fundraiser <laughs> for profit. <laughs> bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> so girl, that didn't even have nothing to do with y'all. Buy the book right. or don't buy the book. This is not even the first time that she's uh, had a photography book published. I was reminded here on wrap up that she also had a one one hundred and forty four page photo book that came out in two thousand ten, which I believe is the rated R era. Oh, so wow! 
Rihanna just knows that she's fine. She's out here throwing some more things out here for your for your cash and doubloons yep. before she even sneezes <laughs> at this album. That's right. Which I'm okay with. Like, Me too. because if we're really gonna get a reggae album, reggae and few Rihanna at least always puts maybe one or two, mm-hmm. you know, very yes. back home tracks on That's there. Right. And I love each and every single one of them. So if you're about to give me a whole album, girl, take your motherfucking time. <laughs> like, girl, do what you want to do, sis. Especially because, again, I remember not too long ago when Mama was trying to get uh, finished with that that deal or that contract or whatever. And she was out here dropping oh, two yes, albums a year. That's right. Y'all didn't appreciate it. And y'all, like, so leave her alone and let her get her artistry mm-hmm. down how she wants to. Yes, she's clearly interested in stacking this money up and getting these empires together, and I can't be mad at that. The Navy's going to be on my mentions like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and mind your nigger business. They not. They so tired. They literally weary waiting on this album to come out. Like, Mama is out here just sprinkling <laughs> bits around the foundation of this empire. Yep. not thinking about come on (laughs) in like another decade Baba's gonna be out here just sitting wherever the fuck yep full control over whatever yep Rihanna gonna be like look y'all can buy them little panties or not but that's what's for sale don't come over here sniffing around asking about (laughs) no goddamn music I said pictures and panties and that is it I don't want to make up in Sephora. <laughs> and don't ask me about nothing Be else. <laughs> quiet. Clothes. You know what I sell? Luxury shoes. Sunglasses. Boost EAs. <laughs> Literally everything but your little CDs. So, so leave me alone. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> I like. I'll have you know if you land in Barbados, the first bitch you see is me. Is real. That's right. Anybody who has ever flown to Barbados can tell you that. Big ass nigga. When I saw that goddamn banner of Rihanna (laughs) motherfucking airport, I lost my shit. I said, I know that's the fuck right. Okay, their greatest export. So, Kanye West had his latest. service for the uh, mm-hmm. uh church of kardashian on mount Sam. yep uh they were in salt lake city utah which is just like what what do they do to deserve the, you know what I'm saying? like but like salt lake city is a crazy place salt utah lake- is a crazy place Honestly, could like Utah I, got a lot going on. I can't even. <laughs> so that's Western. I like. Let me tell you, it's one of those. This is my public school education. <laughs> so I'm guess I'm thinking Northwestish. So because I can't tell you where Utah is, honey. I was about to say, let me make sure I know before I <laughs> before I laugh at you. Because I really have no idea. I'm either thinking Northwestish. So it's less north and more west. It is Nevada ish. It is directly to the west of Colorado. Okay. So, okay. Y- yes, Nevada ish. It is to the east of Nevada. So yes. Bitch, I gotta know all the fucking longitude and latitude of this <laughs> shit ass country. Bitch, they don't give a fuck about me. I mean, there are a whole lot of box shaped states yeah. in that middle somewhere, and people just get real, real confused, real easy. That must be so boring to live in a state that's just legit a square. Mm, yeah, I mean, well, I grew up in a in a pot, so <laughs> yes. Oh well. Yeah. Oklahoma is literally shaped like a, a pan, a cooking pan. 
I'm from the state, so, literally shaped like a flaccid penis. Yeah, it is. So, so talk you know, about it. And it acts yeah. like one, too. That whole New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Wyoming, Montana, Dakotas, all so that shit. So they super don't have time for this <laughs> bullshit. It just all kind of runs together after a while. God bless. So while Kanye was out in Salt Lake City, Utah, mixing fucking <laughs> the Clark sisters to the beat of Are You That Somebody? Um, right. <laughs> That's enough. (laughs) I wish them people in Salt Lake City would have never. This nigga is out there mixing CC Winans to do up that thing, and I'm over it. I am over it. Friend. I'm done. (laughs) That is not. Okay. Okay. Don't nobody want to hear y'all singing fucking Yolanda Adams to the tune of Salt Shaker. So. Um, I might though. No, everyone does. I'm kidding. Trying to get point. Oh, baby, the battle is the Lord's. No, over oh, some. We love it, and that's why he's doing it. And I've said this. I will not give Kanye nothing. I no, won't you're do not. It. I'm I not, will not do bitch. It. No, bitch. Now I'm a fool, but I'm not yo fool. <laughs> okay, I'm not boo boo the. That's right. Um. So during this last one, uh, this past Sunday. He went into a rant about the Republican Party. Oh, Lord God. He said, the Republican Party freed the slaves. Brought up uh, Abraham Lincoln. and (laughs) (laughs) It's right there in the books, too. Like, you can legit just read. Like, my thing is, didn't Kanye learn this in middle school, high school, like the rest of us did? Like, girl. Did he forget the whole restructuring thing? Did he? Sweetie. Why is he regurgitating MAGA talking points? Like, you sound like an ignorant dumbass. Because that's squad. You sound so stupid. That's squad. That is like racist 101. (laughs) Republicans. Like, you sound just like that. Not the same Republicans, bitch. Girl. (laughs) Literally not, sis. (laughs) Oh, Kanye. God (laughs) damn. What an idiot. He didn't even fucking vote. Why are you talking to us? He said, people want to call me a coon because I chose my right. And we've got the right, right? That is not why we call you we a coon. We got a right to our... <laughs> we got a right to our... So Van Lathan spent all that goddamn time wasting this motherfucking okay. black-ass breath. Talking to that nigga. Nothing. We got a right to our opinions, right? You black, so you can't like Trump? I ain't never made a decision based on my color. That's a form of slavery, mental slavery. Oh, Lord God. Okay, girl. I know All right. that somewhere backstage, Kim was chasing these kids around and her mama came in with that asymmetrical wig yep. and was like, your Negro's doing it again. And I just <laughs> like, I'm trying to get them to cut the mic off. Nobody knows what's going on. Like, oh my God, if you don't FaceTime him Kanye. right now. They probably love that shit, actually. Yeah, they do. He's just speaking this. his mind. Kanye's just he's just really expressive and when he feels passionately about something he just has to talk about it like I feel like Kim would absolutely do everything she could to justify Kanye's bullshit instead of correcting it she's just gonna go and free some nigga that was on the street selling bootleg DVDs and Darren's dance crews and shit like that pirate did and be like but we love the you blacks. guys, this is like my thing. I'm like, totally going to be a lawyer without going to law school. Guys, to do I'm this, like you guys. The prison reform princess. Yeah. I'm like the Cinderella of jail. So you can trust us. 
like Bible. Uh, I actually don't even think it's Kim's responsibility no, to get Kanye together. <laughs> really don't. It's just, you know, anybody who says there has not been a, a market change in that man since he got with that family has just not been paying attention. That's You're it. not going to get niggas to sing beautiful hymns and shit to me. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? To the tune of <laughs> fucking back and forth. Yeah. And and just think that I'm all of a sudden going to be like, oh my gosh, Kanye's back because he is a genius, guys. <laughs> girl, if y'all don't take that bullshit no, on somewhere, no, no girl. No. I don't want to hear nothing you <laughs> talking about right. until you talk like you got some actual sense on these issues. I bet you Kanye could not tell you anything about the pillars of conservative political identity in the United States other than, you know, low taxes and government out of my business. It's like, if you want to be MAGA, you literally do have that right. You You have the right to be a creative at the same time and make music and like... decide that you this is why we were making a show this is why them direct strings I just can't help it like you can't tell me they're not pigtails they look like it so um I've created a scarf with my do-rag uh ends <sighs> so <laughs> I just I don't I don't have like yes I don't have the time I don't and it's actually like, I actually feel <laughs> I kind of feel for the singers because he got yeah. them sitting there bobbing left or right yeah. and waiting for their cue to keep on singing Mary Mary or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and this nigga is taking a fucking praise right. break to talk about why he should be able right. to 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 celebrate Trump or be friends with Trump and be a Republican. Yeah. Nobody is saying all of that. But don't be that the same type of Republican who twists and and like. Yep skews words to fit whatever the fuck it is that you're yeah. talking about. Niggas aren't calling you a coon because you decided that you want to be a Republican or or because you're, you know, <laughs> you, or even for liking Trump. Like, you mm. did more than just be pro-Trump. Yeah. Or agree with something Trump said. The coonery started, well, I wouldn't say started, but it was cemented when you said slavery was a choice. That is 100% coon behavior. Was that before or after the Trump picture? I think way I after. I can't even remember anymore. Way after. I think. I don't really remember that. Slavery, I remember slavery was a choice being like the cherry on top. Like yep. cher- that I remember being That's like when I was just like, don't talk to me about Kanye no more. smashing of the last <laughs> yes. nail in the coffin. That's right. So I don't, I, I feel like that was after a whole bunch of tro- uh, pro-Trump shit. I feel like it was after that wearing was the after fucking he hat. Wore the hat. That was after SNL when he went on that weird rant. It was after. Yeah, that was all. And I feel like a lot of niggas were saying, you know, oh, you know, he's gone through so much and his mom and and all this other thing. And then the slavery was a choice moment was him when he was like, okay, nigga, what do you need? What what do you need? Yeah. Because you're this isn't it. Right. So what is it that you need? Traumatic things happen to all of us. We're still responsible for our behavior. And many celebrities, many people are trying to just sort of like kick back, let it blow over and then come back out like nothing ever fucking happened, especially white ones. So I wasn't shocked when it was like, oh, even it's just start having people singing gospel and da 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 da. All right. Well, I'm going to sit here and watch with all three of my eyes. Yeah. Because I don't trust this. I tell you, I believe that man is finna start a church. I believe it fully. He was in preacher mode. 
Mm, no. Talking about that is so ugly. <laughs> the Republican Party freed the slaves. Not my God. Mm-mm. Not my Jesus. <sighs> Woo. Y'all can have Kanye West. I've been done. Told you that man. I cannot do it. And I, when he started with this Sunday service shit, I told y'all niggas do not be deceived. <laughs> like, if y'all think Kanye is really on some gospel music, like, truly trying to spread the actual gospel you are i would love to know who's supplying your cocaine because that is some extra special shit right there he is not when it started at this little thing that they was doing out in a cul-de-sac or whatever in, in calabasas yes. and niggas was like maybe this is his way of trying to heal and whatever and we love jesus and all of that other shit and then it was like let's have sunday service tunics and and socks and slides oh and yeah them 200 dollars socks <laughs> and like that is not of god and the album is jesus is king and all this other shit yeah, sure Nigga, okay sure. well i didn't do that so you ain't telling me nothing new. i don't need to pay you nothing for this I'm just so, not going to be bothered. The white Kanye stands can have it. The niggas who refuse to criticize anything he does can have that it. point. Leave me out of it. I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I was somewhat annoyed recently when I saw people. It was after one of these several uh, consecutive weeks that Lizzo has been number one. Mm-hmm. I've seen comments from certain uh black folk who are trying to discredit her and her success and i've seen more than one comment from people saying stuff like oh well she make white music or i don't trust it because so many white people love her and all this other stuff (laughs) and and i'm just like oh lord you mean like that same nigga that y'all are trying to to rebuild and call a genius because he's the very same one (laughs) singing the songs that you grew up in church with or whatever this same nigga right here Mm. because Lizzo to me has always like from from my perspective anyway (laughs) pop music rap music whatever she's doing she's never seemed unaware of her Mm -hmm. blackness or or not completely in tune and in love with her blackness yeah. it's so prevalent it in is. what she creates the bitch was playing Lil John on her flute while Megan the <laughs> Stallion was shaking her ass outside one of their houses or some shit right. so like why Niggas are we so easy to like lift up and give chance after chance after chance after chance after chance to these straight niggas who basically say fuck y'all yep. but are just like this black girl is having her win you know what yep. I'm saying relatively still early in her career but yeah. oh I don't trust it because white people like that white people like this nigga too <laughs> way more so now white people like all of your huge stars that's why they're huge stars <laughs> that that literally I told it. you when I went to Kendrick Lamar's concert at the damn tour which was great by the way I had never seen so many white women in the same place clearly trying to get pregnant <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something the Lizzo show at Radio City. Yeah. So white. <laughs> I was not, I actually was not expecting to see that many white people because I love this album she put out. And it is like very much not compromising on her whole identity. And even the show, she has like random Negro moments mixed into the show that the white people random totally Negro don't understand, moment. but all the niggas are getting their life. And it's still so black and so good. And I actually said to Asante, it is incredible. Incredible that Lizzo is putting on this black of a show, 
knowing that her audience is overwhelmingly white. Like, yeah, white people were on her first and she knows that and she has said that before. Like, I, The first time I heard of Lizzo was on a, a Clean Bandit album. Listen. So like, girl, <laughs> white people, sure. white people, yes, they definitely are on the Lizzo wave, but Lizzo's content is not catering to white people at all and ne- neither are her words or actions <laughs> off stage like, we, or out of the studio. Doing? Right. Like, Seriously? Like, she's simply not out here cooning like a lot of y'all's face. She didn't say Ferguson wasn't on her business because she lived like, in Beverly Hills. And you and you can fully just be like, oh, that's not my style or I don't yeah, care for such and such music fine. or whatever. Yep. But these excuses are not going to cut it for me when I <laughs> right. see so much of the same simultaneous bullshit yeah. that y'all be doing for these other niggas that you cape for yep. over and over and over and over and over again. Yep. Period. This out here committed to white women and basically <laughs> spitting in the fuck in y'all faces. I just like, let's just. Yeah. Just say, oh, her, her style of music is not really for me. Cool. Boom. Fine. We're done. Got it. Anyway, that's it for the Hot Tops this week. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show for 25 years mike's has been making lemonade the hard way mike's hard lemonade hard days deserve a hard lemonade mike's is hard so is prison don't drive drunk premium all beverage with flavors all registered trademarks used under license by mike's hard lemonade company chicago illinois we are back, and it is now time for listener letters. Yes. Before you start, I forgot to okay. say at the beginning again, um, hey, it's Tuesday. Um, so <laughs> tell a friend in case. I know some of you guys listen when you want to. Sometimes you might be a week uh, or two behind from the regular or from the latest episode. Um, so, yeah, we're on Tuesdays now. Yeah. Tell your friends or whoever needs to catch up because our show, which premieres this week, is yeah. has caused us to move things around, but here True. we are doing multiple <laughs> things at once. It's possible. I hope it didn't wreck your lives when we moved from Thursdays to Tuesdays. I've had mostly, I've seen mostly good reactions. Yeah, to it, I so. think if we would, if we had pushed it back to Friday or Saturday, that would have been bad. And I know there are a lot of other dope podcasts that come out on Tuesdays too. So. Yeah. I mean, but I never listen to shows the day they come out. I'm saving them. A lot of people. (laughs) 
<laughs> but anyway. Okay. So yeah, send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on this show or the other one. Um we're <laughs> we're starting off with a cute little fun question from Kennedy that says, Crystal, I see that you post not Carlton Banks Instagram skits on your story occasionally. And I wanted to know which character do you identify with the most? Also, are there any Instagram comedians that you two enjoy? Love you guys, Kennedy. Kennedy, I'm so glad you picked this because I love not Carlton Banks Instagram. If you don't know who this person is and you are black and grew up in the church, you have got to go find not Carlton Banks on Instagram. I don't even care what your denomination is. You can certainly identify with so much of what this man posts. And so he does his Instagram is a lot of mixed content, but it mainly revolves around the Instagram Church of Christ or Church of God in Christ mm-hmm. and um, all these different characters that you see in the church, like Redheaded Mary, who scream all the damn time, and Lily, the badass little girl with a smart mouth, and Bun, who is <laughs> just barely on this side of saved. And there's <laughs> always walking down the stairs, hollering at Mary something. There's the third first lady. There's pastor. There's the yeah. musicians. Anyway, it is so good. This one man plays all the characters. And at this point, you can... It's really odd to me, but like when I watch these videos, I look at them like I'm looking at six or seven different people on a reality show. Like he films it kind of like a reality show where sometimes they have these these clips that come out and then the next day he'll be like oh the confessional from you know last episode or whatever and it's just really good really well done not carlton banks is a fucking genius that man is so funny so i highly recommend his uh instagram if you don't already follow him but i don't know of very many instagram comedians like in general i think he's the only one i follow really i think so um because i try to keep my instagram to people i actually know I don't I like to follow too many strangers. Um, I don't know. I feel like I couldn't possibly name everyone that I really admire. Um, but I really like. Um, I am Zoe. I don't. Uh, oh yes, I follow him too. He's in, he's <laughs> hilarious. Yes, he. Is. But he's on Wilding Out, so I didn't even think of him as being an Instagram comedian. I mean, but that's still. Yeah, I mean, he does his cute. He's the guy who does in videos where he's like fake FaceTiming with little kids and he oh, always well, calls not, them friends. It's not always kids, but like he'll just, oh. he will just find like a lot of times I see those videos for the first time on his page. Mm-hmm. But yeah, me too. like viral videos and stuff and he perfectly will yeah. like make it like he's FaceTiming them. They're so good. He did a skit once. About Usher, I guess during that herpes oh God. scandal, oh God. that was like a let it. I think it was like a Let It Burn parody, or whatever. Of that was a, one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. He's hilarious. Um, I love Jessica Rose. You know, Mama, who has done those like she did a couple Cardi B parodies about being a mom for her oh, daughter. Oh wait, the um. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I do. It was, was it the money parody? She did one for money. She did one for, I want to say Bodak Yellow was the first like parody that I saw. I think I did. I think Miss Tina posted this on her Instagram. It's possible. But she's a mom. So almost like a, a, 
mom blogger in a way. But she's just be talking about parenting and she does these really hilarious like rap parodies about being a mommy. And her name is this is Jessica Rosa. Oh, okay. Instagram. I was looking for it's a lot of girls named Jessica Rosa. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. Um I love uh Jay Ford uh Dormtainment. I guess they're not really Instagram comedians because they've been around since before Instagram. Right. Um, damn it. There are a lot of people and I'd be wanting to give everybody their grace. I can't think everybody about it. Obviously, uh, Christy, the, uh, Miss Charlene. Oh. Endless laughter. See, I guess I don't be knowing who started on Instagram and who didn't. I mean, I don't think about people who specifically started on Instagram as much as people who are like quite um, active in there. Got you. Comedy Got by way you. of Instagram. Um, I want to name more people, but I just have a horrible name. Let me go to my page. <laughs> I mean, I have a horrible memory. I'm sorry. Um, well, I think that's fine. I don't think you have to scroll through your. I mean, but I want to give people the opportunity. Okay, oh my well, God, go ahead and scroll. You know, what I should name Kavya James. <laughs> Kavya's Instagram is undefeated and hilarious. That video, what oh, an icon! But Gabrielle posted a video of her, like just kind of throwing her up in the air, and her little laugh. Oh my god! Did you see just her walking beautiful. her mama around by the like the little end of the belt on her robe? No. Oh wait, yes, I did. <laughs> come, come. We're going this she way. She <laughs> is my favorite human. Oh yeah, she's so cute. Um. I don't know. Maybe at some other point I will give more shout outs. <laughs> All to right. Because I don't, I mean, nigga, I can't see here right now. There's so many funny fucking That's people. What I it's fine. On Instagram. But. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so, but yes. Anyway, I fucking love not Carlton Banks. That nigga's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, woof. All right. So, our first question this week comes from. Uh, oof, what to call you? Natasha. Mm-hmm. Natasha says, I just ended a year long relationship and I'm wondering what I can do to have my ex delete the nudes that he took of me while we were together. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm a 35 year old Latina female and my ex is a 32 year old white boy. We met uh, last summer, a few weeks before I had to move four hours away for work, so most of our relationship was long distance. We would visit each other every couple weeks or so, and when we were together, we would make videos for him to enjoy while I was away. We had what I enough. thought was a trusting relationship, and I did feel safe and comfortable with him. I moved back home about four months ago, and the relationship took a turn for the worst. I saw a more controlling and jealous side to him and the lack of effort he really put into our relationship. It's easy to be all in and on your best behavior for a weekend. <laughs> True. Yeah. But I guess it was too hard for him to be a good boyfriend all the time. Oh, Lord. Anyway, he has all these nudes on his digital camera and he specifically bought a separate memory card for those pictures and videos that we would take. And I want them deleted because I don't want him watching them. I don't want him to have anything of me. He has tried to contact me since the breakup, but I have not yet responded. I want to tell him that I that the pics and videos need to be deleted. And I'm wondering if I saying I know if saying that I no longer to consent to those pics and videos would be the way to go about it. I know that the best way to not have this problem is to not take the pictures and videos in the first place. But when you think you're in love and you found the one, you do stupid shit, even at 35. I thought I knew him, but turns out I was in it way more than he was. Thanks for reading. Love the show. Natasha. 
I wish I could remember how Euphoria on HBO addressed nude photos. It was very interesting to watch like a generation behind me discuss stuff yeah. that I've gone through. Right. But like for because we didn't have um photo cameras, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I was like and praise God towards the end of high school, we still had snake on maybe the razor. Like yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. We had the Nokia and all this shit. Nobody was sending nudes to no, their phone. Oh, absolutely and shit like not. That back then. then phones didn't even have cameras. Right. I'm talking about like I think I was in college <laughs> yeah. when when phones with cameras were like normal. Right. So nudes and all that was not a thing in high school. Not for me. They addressed uh, nude sending on Euphoria in a way that I really liked and I can't remember the line. I gotta go back and watch that episode. But it was basically kind of like in a way it just felt like they were saying we're human like everybody this is just the thing that sexual. yeah like get off our case and stop shaming us about it. Yeah. Um. So that's something to take into consideration. Now I don't know necessarily how you would get these pictures off of his phone right. or get them to delete him. I was thinking, okay, well, truly the first thing that came into my mind was to like make a mock legal document and send it to him and be like, <laughs> so um, my attorney says that if you don't delete these photographs, cease desist and whatever the fuck, yeah, coming for that ass, so. Something to take into consideration. Yeah. I don't know what. Don't know if he would see right through that or not, but it's an idea. No, I think you should probably just say to him, like, look, delete these pictures just for my own comfort. <laughs> you can say to him straight up, like, I just want these things to be gone just for how, for, you know, how I feel. Yeah. And, um, Prepare for him to be like, nah, because yeah. I'd imagine what's going on. That's happen. what I'm fully anticipating. Um, Either and, that or he's going to tell you he deleted them and didn't. Right. Like, what are you supposed right. to do? Ain't like, you can go back and make sure. Huh, that's why I say you need to break into his house and steal the memory card. <laughs> that's what you need to do. You need to break into his house and steal his memory card. That's the only way out of this. You can't take back consent because you already consented. Like, what you consented to was the filming of those videos. You've already done it. They've already been shot. You can't revoke. You, you can't revoke consent because the deed is already done. Oh my God. But, but the thing is... <laughs> But the thing is, even though you consented to these pictures Uh-oh. being taken and all that, it, they were only for his personal private use. Meaning that if he ever leaks your shit at all, you absolutely can do everything within the the fullest extent of the law where you live. Because I'm pretty sure revenge porn is illegal in most states now. I, I think, think so. I hope you live in a state where revenge porn is you can easily illegal. Look it up. Right. But I honestly wouldn't even ask him to delete them because that's probably gonna make him nervous and have him make a backup of all right, of and them. I thought that too. So I'm like, I wouldn't even tip him off about it. I thought that too. But it sounds like she's lo- like it sounds like she just doesn't want him to be able to see her new right. body. And I at understand all. that. I would feel I understand that, same that way. too. <laughs> But like, yeah, what are you supposed you to do besides break into his exactly. house? Exactly. So call him back and be car. like, yeah, let's just have one last conversation, put everything to rest. And then, you know, while he's in the bathroom or whatever, pew, 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 get that shit again. Now, see, I would do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would, I would too. But if you can't find it, then just try not to trip about it and <laughs> you can't find pray it. that he knows better than to actually post your nudes online or to share them with somebody. Because that's where he's breaking the law. 
But yeah, there's really you can't make a man delete nudes that you voluntarily took with him or voluntarily gave to him. You can't make anybody do that. I, I don't know. So, and even if you were able to steal his phone, there's no way to say that he doesn't have another copy of that. Yeah. Even if you got the memory phone, card, he could have already saved them. They could be to in the, the cloud. Laptop. Yep. They could be in the cloud. All that. So sort of thing. nothing's really certain. Yeah. That's why I'm still no face, no case. <laughs> I will probably forever be on team no face, no case. Look. But yeah, good luck to you, Natasha, because I understand the frustration there and the the strong desire to not want your asshole ex to be able to get off, you know, looking at your naked body anymore. But I miss trusting people with news. Okay. Damn, it's been too long. Mm-hmm. Well, huh. Don't think that's gonna change though. Really doubt that I find somebody to love sounds fake (laughs) so all right next question comes from oh god okay i actually can't i actually just skimmed this one real quick and it made me so tired that i cannot do it all right So our next question after that one comes from Marco, who says, Paulo. Yep. I'm writing to you guys because I've reached my breaking point with my mental health. I have two conservative and super religious Caribbean parents who are refusing to get me a therapist on purpose. I've expressed to them in the past many times that I have reached a critical moment in my life where I'm at a standstill. And I am just threads away from a mental breakdown. Everyone around me can see that something is wrong. They see that the stress has withered my face. I've lost weight. I've stopped going to church because they drain my spirit instead of lifting it. And my parents just seem to use every excuse to mask it. Like, oh, you just need to eat more. Or it's because you stopped walking with God that your life has turned sour. Or that's all that weed you smoke. It's just destroying your brain. Girl. Huh, they have told me lies like seeking a therapist will stay on my record forever and I won't be able to find good jobs because they can pull up all that information. Girl, that is. What? They tell me it's a waste of time and money and that therapy is some American bullshit. And of course, the classic Girl. <laughs> God is your therapist and the Bible is your only guide rhetoric that has silenced my suffering. They threaten to take me off their insurance if I seek help myself. I've become so disconnected with them in my congregation that I now feel super alone and I'm driving myself deeper and deeper into a dark depression again. I am with little guidance and you two are probably the first black people I know that openly go to therapy and talk about their mental problems. Please help. What the fuck did I call him? Marco. Mm-hmm. Marco. Brother. So... Hmm. I mean, is it just me? I feel like you should go to therapy anyway. Like, I feel like you should just go anyway. The problem here sounds like uh, Marco is quite reliant on the support of these parents uh, financially and possibly otherwise. Um, Because if not, I can't imagine what the issue is. I mean, yeah, I can. I mean, I know that you're at least somewhat dependent because you're on their insurance. But I'm wondering if it's a thing where you have a job so you can make the copay and you just don't want them to see the explanation of benefits. That little paperwork that comes by the house and says you use your insurance for these things over the past, you know, talk space. I mean, right. Or talk space. But if you already have insurance that can cover, you know, you actually going and seeing a therapist, I understand why you would want to use it, especially if the copay is something that you can afford. So if it's that where it's like I could pay the copay, I'm just scared that they'll find out. I mean, you can always try calling the insurance company to see 
if they can just not send that. I don't know. That might be a, a stretch and a very big reach. But anytime people say my parents won't let me or they don't approve of me going to therapy, my first thought is what's the worst that can happen if you just go anyway? Now, if it's an issue where you don't have a job or anything and you need them to actually pay for you to go to therapy, that is something else because you mm. that is a lot harder to finesse. And that is where I would say you might need to look into alternatives that you can take care of yourself or um, people who do therapy or provide mental health services on a sliding scale. There are lots of, well, it depends on where you live. You didn't give us a whole lot of identifying information for, I'm sure, a good reason. But right. If you can look up low cost or sliding scale um, mental health care, you can ask around. Oh, God, uh, local colleges and universities normally have a lot of connects for stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There are also like support groups and all kinds of things that you can look into that are not necessarily therapy or whatnot, but may be able to at least bring you some calm, some peace. You know what I mean? And at least have you... Or give you a, an environment where you can feel uh, uplifted in a way. And in the meantime, just understand that, like, you're kind of, <clears throat> you're existing in an environment that's just a result of shit that's out of, out of your control. And honestly, a bit out of your parents' control, really. Like, they're just sort of sticking to ridiculous stereotypes that mm-hmm. are a part of who they've always been, you know, and what they've always learned. Um, there are obvious holes in their logic, yeah, such as um, therapy being American shit. Because I mean, <sighs> therapy is too good to Google. be an American thing. Hello, <laughs> way too good to have come from here. But any any one of God's search engines <laughs> will show you how incorrect that is. Um, yeah, I have a feeling a lot of your problem is your parents and the fact that you are in. The same environment that they're in. Yeah, it sounds like they are definitely yeah, a, a huge, huge part of your problem. Yeah. Of what the at least dampering of your mood um, is or has been. Yeah. I mean, kid, you're loved. You're going to be great and you, you know, can achieve great things and all of that. Um, Hang in there, though. However, I'm completely aware of the sort of darkness of being in it. Even yeah. when you know that it is temporary or when blah, blah, you're blah, in blah, it, blah. it just feels <clears throat> awful. It just feels There's not awful. much that you can like say to get around the fact that yeah. I'm in this shit right now. Yeah. Cause I'm way more thankfully trained now to look at things like they're temporary as most yeah. things are. Like if I'm going through some shit that is just the fucking worst, I'm like, okay, and many times I have a, a concrete day that I know it will be done. So I'll be like, <laughs> right. one way or the next, when <laughs> Thursday gets here, this is over. Like, I don't right. know how, but I will be done with this. Yes. But it doesn't always, it doesn't mean that you are not going to be right. like on the edge until Thursday get here. And that's right. not, and it's not like that's not valid or whatever. But. I know what that is like. My God, I've gotten to the point, thankfully, where when my depression is bad and I'm like, why have I just been laying around the house all day? Like just moving from one couch to the other, just flipping through the TV and playing video games. And I'd be like, fuck, <laughs> like, damn, like, I know exactly what this is. This is my anxiety. What am I worried about? Like, I start asking myself these questions. What is it that I'm so stressed out about? What's the worst that could realistically happen? 
how am I going to take good care of myself right now to get me through this without hurting myself any further? That's the hard one (laughs) because trust me when I'm feeling my worst, I'd be like, bitch, crack open a bottle of anything and pour it down my throat. Like I just do not want to feel these feelings no more. And that's so real. But um, yeah, good luck to you. Uh, I hope you can find somebody in your area to, uh, give you some help, um, at as small cost as possible to you and, and help get you started on the right path mentally and that you can one day soon find yourself um, independent of these negative influences and able to start taking care of yourself and really thriving because right. it's so important. Because they're wrong about what they're, they're talking about. so wrong. And they're likely very <laughs> wrong about you. And, and it's, it's likely not, that they went through so much shit in their childhoods as well. And it's not really fair for you to exist in this anguish and stuff as a result of people being wrong about yep. you and what you should do right. or could do. And it's really fucked that your parents would take you off of health insurance completely for trying to feel better. That is the most ridiculous shit I have ever heard. Right. Know that you're not crazy and that's not normal. Because <laughs> that so, because that is the dumbest shit ever. It's really stupid. <laughs> you're going to take your child off of health insurance because they went to a doctor? But parents do and say stupid things all of the time. <laughs> and we're not, especially people of color, are not you know able to say that even when we grown a lot yeah. of people don't feel comfortable being like mama daddy that's Kiss not it like no absolutely yeah it not. took me a few years to get to that point but once i did listen utter freedom so completely i'm a grown-ass woman dog good luck yeah good luck to you boo i hate to hear it but um hang in there because it does eventually get better yep. all right last question comes from sophia who says long story short my 16 year old nephew and six-year-old niece were staying in my house while my husband and i went on vacation my other sister lives with us so she watched my children and our niece and nephew while we were gone my husband and i have very small children so we have nanny cams all over the house the one strict rule in our house is that no one goes into the basement but me or my husband so we have a motion detecting camera down there my husband is a techie so he has a lot of very expensive equipment that we want to keep safe in this finished basement i guess she made sure to like listen it's not some fucking dank ass concrete shit okay girl All right. Well, when we got back from vacation, my husband was going through the videos because he received a notification that the motion camera detected movement while we were gone. There was one video in particular time marked at 3.33 a.m. It caught my nephew, who is 16 years old, coming down into the basement, taking off his pants, setting up his phone and bending over to take a picture of his butt. Now, my nephew and I have never had a conversation about his sexuality, but he is all but confirmed that he is not straight. He refers to himself as big sis when he's just around me and my niece. (laughs) He is brought to tears when he hears about gay bullying. He was on the phone talking about a guy to his female friends. And now this video. I always figured he would tell me when he's ready. So I never Uh, really asked him to confirm. mm -hmm. I feel like it's just an understanding that we have. (laughs) What? I realize as I'm writing this that I'm trash for not broaching this conversation like a grown woman, but it's my failed attempt of trying to give him the space and time to come into his own. Acknowledging it is the first step. Yep. 
I understand why he's not out because my sister has been baptized as a Jehovah's Witness. If oh, you know anything God. about them, they do not condone same-sex anything. <laughs> There's a lot of... Very true. Yeah, okay. A lot of religions can say the same. Yeah. <laughs> the other side of my nephew's family... Oh, God. Sucks, too. Just recently, my nephew's half-brother came out as trans and his family's reaction was pretty severe. I am on the opposite end of that bullshit where I feel like what people do and who they love are not my effing business. So, I have a few dilemmas here. My nephew's 16 and should not be taking those kind of pictures period he's a child and needs to be spoken to about that mm. i understand the legal ramifications as well which is also a problem mm -hmm. i also need to as a mother tell my sister what i found i couldn't imagine one of my children taking inappropriate pictures and my sister not telling me the issue is that this would cause really big problems mm. jehovah witnesses are known to disown their children for not living in the truth so what do i do do i tell my sister what i found do i not tell her exactly but just say he was taking inappropriate pictures i feel like i also feel like i should probably talk to him before doing anything i'm really stuck on how to approach this help <laughs> okay so, so like oh. let's all right i almost called her by her real name <laughs> um sweetheart god bless you um <laughs> I know she saw that motherfucking video. I would video have and was screamed like, laughing. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. I would have been cracking up. Um, this nigga's in the booty hole, bitches. Please do not tell his mama. Like you don't have, you really you, don't you have. Really, to. I, I guess I like. I hear what you're saying. No, you don't need to tell his mama, especially given everything that you know. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's fucking 16. Everybody's hormones was running all over the place when they were 16. And as I said, if many of us did have photo uh, phone cameras and stuff like that, <laughs> okay. when we were kids, plenty of booty pics would have been flying That's all right. over the World Wide Web as That's well. That's true. Okay, so I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with you pulling him to the side. And I, you don't even have to have a conversation with him about his sexuality because he is 16. Give him a break. If he call himself big sis, auntie, homegirl, I don't give a <laughs> fuck what he refers to himself as. Give him a break and the space to figure it out and decide where it is. Because gay by whatever it is yeah. that he may identify as, 16 ain't the concrete of it. You know what I mean? It's definitely it's not. It's just not. 16 is like I think where you definitely have a, an art uh, an understanding oh yeah of whether you're part of the community or not oh yeah but you're definitely still working all of it out there's a lot going on at 16 your, your mannerisms yep. your interests a lot of it is influenced a lot of it is from yeah. yourself 16 is just not a place that you need somebody that's you know grown or older than you or considered a guardian auntie whoever yeah you know, coming in there and mixing it up with their grown ass, straight ass opinion. I think that it is okay for you to say to him, now look, hey, I done told y'all, stay the fuck out of my damn basement. And you know why I know you was in the basement. All right. We both know that. Now I know you was in the basement and you and I both know why you were in that basement. That's right. Okay. Photographs. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. I'm not saying anything else. Shut up. Shut up. Like, we know what it is. Okay, you are too young for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, that's actual legal drama that you don't need to be involved yeah. with. Slow your little fast tail down. <laughs> now, I'm going to love you regardless. And I'm always going to be here as your auntie. Right. And I'm always <laughs> going to be on your side and your team. But as far as these photos go, <laughs> you better take that shit on somewhere and wait till yeah. you grow. 
I feel like that's it. Yeah. I think because he is 16, you don't have to tell your sister. Why? Like, you said as a mother, but like if he was seven taking pictures of his booty hole, okay. <laughs> right. But that's 16 years old. Like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he may not understand how how dangerous it could uh, be. He may not understand that. he's a kid? Right. He's 16. And right. I don't know where y'all live and I don't know where the law, what the laws are. Maybe 16 is old enough to do stuff like that, but he's sending them to My. a 14-year-old and then it's illegal. Nigga. Or sending them to a 19-year-old and now it's ultra illegal. You're a couple years older than me, so I know that. You, but like, <laughs> when I was in high school, yeah. If you had a phone at school, like, ooh, girl, yeah. you were the one. We were bitch. the same way. Like, it was only it was, a handful of people who had a phone. Like, you were elite, bitch, if you That's had a right. phone. That's right. So now we're like, every kid has one. Yeah. And for the most part, it's for good reason and shit like that. Like, yeah. I, when I first got my phone, it was because A, I had to prove to my mama that I was about these grades. Okay. And B, she was like, you know what? Emergencies. Yeah. And I got my little Nokia, the very plain, basic. <laughs> Nokia that we all know and love. Yep, love and him. I felt like so superior. Mm hmm. Because not everyone had one. I cannot imagine being 16 years old and having all of your hormones and teen horniness and the ability to just take a picture of your nude body and send it to your crush. Oh, Thank God. Too much. Right? I praise the Lord, God. Thank God I missed it. I just don't even want to know all the different ways I could have got caught up. <laughs> Euphoria sort of covered that shit, too. Euphoria did. Great Euphoria. show. <laughs> yes, it is. Very good show. Maybe he needs to watch Euphoria, but... Um, I definitely think you as the open, accepting auntie, like, and clearly he feels comfortable around you to a certain degree that he probably doesn't feel with other people in his life. I, I think you owe it to him to not tell people that you know will harm him with that information. Thank you. I just think you, yeah, I think he really deserves better than that. He's 16. In a couple of years, he'll presumably be off to college or trade yes. school or getting a job or whatever. And it's if just he like, in your house or whoever house at 28 and he's taking booty hole right, pictures in the basement right. and not, you you know what I mean? Then, and I still wouldn't say nothing to his mama. You know right. what I mean? I'd be talking to him like, yo, let's let's have a hard time. Let's get on the same page right. and let's talk about this or whatever. But at 16 years old, give that nigga the grace to graduate high school yes. and, you know, likely go off to college like you said and just figure it out on his own terms and just know that you are in his corner as, you know, big sis and yeah, little sis or whatever exactly. the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? And if he's, and I, you know, I'm just going off of this picture that you've sort of painted, <laughs> really. But if he's like the big sis gay or whatever yeah. like that and he's giving that kind of thing, there's a, a likelihood that his mama already has a feeling. Oh, yeah. So she doesn't, like, nobody needs you going in there and saying, it's gonna be so much A, worse. that he... <laughs> could be gay or bi or LGB, whatever. And then on top of that, oh, nude photographs will be being taken in, yeah. in my basement. No. Do it's, not tell It'll be bad that. enough that you come with the sexuality thing, but then the whole taking photos of your body? Oh, no. Reprimand him for, you know, what he was doing. Right. Because, A, he wasn't supposed to be Talk in the basement to him about anyway. That. Right. Talk to him about, regardless. first and foremost, don't go in my damn basement. Like I said, you take your nudes in the bathroom like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like, 
But you should have been in the fucking basement regardless. <laughs> Whatever you were doing down there. Like, y'all niggas know, don't go in the fucking basement. Don't go in my damn basement. On top of that, what you're doing, too flagrant. Yeah. We're not doing this. Absolutely no. You just don't understand the ramifications that could be going on here. Explain to him, like, this is a legal thing and not a homophobia thing. And you could be, you could have any genitals and you could be sending these pictures to anybody with any gender identity or any set of genitals it really don't matter and I would feel the exact same way I would have this exact same advice for you if you were sending this shit to a girl I'm just saying yes. this yes. is highly irresponsible you don't quite understand just how Look, how much this can affect Jenna your life said, let's wait a while okay you see Natasha over here Before trying to get her nudes back late. from her from her ex right now now you got to be careful baby <laughs> You got to be careful. Yes. So I would talk to him like that and make sure I keep it completely free of like sexuality judgments and more like I'm your Annie and I want to keep you yes. from going through something real fucked up. Right. This is I don't not, want you to get hurt. This is not And it. that's why I'm not telling your mama. <laughs> because I do not want you to get hurt and your life would be even more hellish at home. If I, I think did. if you are as much as an ally as you are portraying yourself to be Girl, and don't love do your it. nephew, do then make sure it. that he is quite aware of all of that. And again, you don't have to bring sexuality up in that. Nope. You know what I mean? You can just say, I'm team you. I'm always going to ride for you regardless of whatever. But don't be in here taking no fucking booty. <laughs> don't be anywhere taking no fucking And this is why. Not just because I don't like it, but these are the reasons that you should right. not be taking pictures of your little young ass body. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> right? Just, oh, Lord, these kids. I praise God these phones is not a thing. Woo! Lord, we give Lord. you praise and all the honor Amen. and glory. Amen. All right, that wraps up the questions this week. Send yours to gmail.com We'll be right back. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. It is now time for the read. That's right, it is. So I'm passing mine. Okay. This week. Pass the read like we used to. And, um... So I was going to talk about this anyway, and I have a feeling maybe you might. I don't know what your read is, but I don't know what my read is either. Okay, great. So we have a friend here who I felt touched on uh, what I was going to discuss anyway in a manner that I quite enjoyed. Um, it says here, my name is Kyra. And Kyra, I edited your letter a tad just for time and fixed a few things as well, but... <laughs> My, was it a joy? It's also a bit dark, but here we go. Oh, God. Kyra says, I am a 30-year-old black cisgender woman born, raised, and living in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Dallas. Okay. Um, and this read is for all the niggas trying to get into white heaven. Yesterday was the sentencing trial for Amber oh, Geiger. Shit. And white Jesus showed his blonde-haired, blue-eyed head. <laughs> First, let's start with this fucked up sentence that she got. This bitch got 10 years for killing a man in his own house. She will only have to serve half that time before she is eligible for parole. And the funny thing is, because I literally was going to mention this. You know that bitch is going to do like 
three, four of them years, mm-hmm. get out, do interviews for GMA and today, yep. get a book deal, New York Times bestseller, get a house on the yep. beach, and then do like a terrible reality show. In a or just get years. a job with another police force in a smaller county or something like that. Mm-hmm. And go, yep, right, go right back to her shit. Will they put her ass in Gen Pop? Kyra asks. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Will she be able to get her ass jumped and shanked with a toothbrush? Probably the fuck not. This hoe will probably be protected. The bitch is going to be out in enough time to still live her best life. It's going to take me longer than that to pay off my fucking student loans. It takes longer to get a law degree. It takes longer to lose your first baby tooth. A cop sentence should be based on the life expectancy of the person they killed and how many years they took away. But no less than 20. Where's the justice? I hope that bitch walk into the wrong cell and catch a smooth fade. Second, Mr. Uh, Jean or Jean? Jean? Baby brother. Mm. Now, I know you're still young, but this young man had the audacity to utter the words, I don't think you should get any jail time and I want you to give your life to Christ. Nigga, what? My problem wasn't the fact that he forgave her. It's the fact that his, it's the fact that this situation would never play out like this for a black or brown person. Then this nigga had the nerve to hug this hoe. Everything in me was hoping it was a setup and he was going to stab the bitch, but no, it was a real ass hug. He gave this bitch <laughs> that part took me down. I was like <laughs> I was stunned too, girl. (laughs) He gave this bitch sympathy in the eyes of the world. He took the spotlight away from the fact that it was still an unjust ruling. That hug is now the face of the trial and not the actions of this fucked up bitch. This also sparked the wave of the WWJD niggas starting with that judge all. I'm going to say... Oh, starting with that... See, I didn't even uh, edit this right. Should have had a period there, sis. (laughs) Starting with that judge... All I'm going to say to you, ho, mm. is you better hug every sentenced motherfucker that comes through there from now on. I'm tired of black people always having to turn the other cheek. I'm fresh out of cheeks, but I got an ass cheek for you to kiss. Why is being Christ like only brought up when we are done wrong? Oh, I know. Because we have always been taught to be the subservient nigger to turn the other cheek and to rely ooh, on God. Ooh, well. You want to know why master taught you that? Because he didn't want you getting mad and killing his ass when he beat you, <laughs> raped you, and sold your kids. Well, goddamn. Y'all need to get the fuck out of here with that. God also flipped tables, wiped out cities, turned bitches into pillars of salt, and walked around folks seven times before he attacked. Y'all better bash Mr.'s head in and think on heaven later. That is why white Jesus... The realist. That white Jesus they showed you ain't for you. Let that shit go. But since y'all are out here showing compassion and shit now, let me know something. Are you done kicking out and condemning your LGBTQ kids and family members? Mm. Fuck out of here. I'm done with planet Earth. Somebody take me to the moon. (laughs) Kyra. Kyra, girl, we all trying to get on Janelle Monae's spaceship to the moon, sis. We all trying to get the fuck out of here. I've been said Earth is the bad place. We're in the bad place right now. And you cannot convince me otherwise. I was just having this conversation like two days ago. This is hell. It it honestly is. Like this experience, we're supposed to be learning something and doing better. And precious few of us are actually doing it. We had uh, an interview that was like right in Times Square. And of course, it's Times Square, and a car was like sort of in the wrong way, and so we had to like get out and walk. And there was so much shoving, and like I avoid Times Square at all costs. Like the plague. I honestly think that my hell is just a (laughs) loop of walking out of Times Square only to appear at Times Square again. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Me when I worked at MTV, (laughs) them years that I had to getting off at Forty Second Street every morning. Oh my God. It's everything about the experience is 
actually the worst shit in the world. Like right. the sheer number of people, the smells, it's just entirely too much. And then you come out and throughout the day, there are naked performers and a bunch of bitches in furry ass costumes. Somebody that looks like ass children they all over set the place. Minnie Mouse on fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much going on in Times Square. Literally the worst place in the world. But, um, Thank you, Kyra. I think for me, I would, I don't want to make it about the individual people and more about the attitude because I don't know how it feels to have your brother murdered in his home. So, so that little brother's response, I want to make it less about him and more about this attitude that black religious people have where we feel compelled to perform this forgiveness for people who would literally never do it for us and i know that y'all cite the bible for all this and talk about you walking with jesus and all that and i just do y'all understand that your jesus is not their jesus he's just not do y'all understand y'all living by two totally different codes because this (laughs) let your brother had broken to that white woman's house and shot and killed her trust me all of this shit would have gone down very differently so I just if you were to praise the Jesus that white people were out here gallivanting around with not very many years ago you would have thought he was racist too right I mean I just don't because anyway (laughs) go ahead I mean that and like the whole hugging her and then with that Mark ass crazy ass judge right giving her her personal bible and telling her which passages to look up and i'm gonna pray for you and we hope you get saved or whatever like so y'all are comforting this white bitch as she goes off to serve a (laughs) three-year sentence for murdering this man why don't y'all just braid her hair too right well there was somebody stroking her hair in in the middle of recess i did see that I'm just like, wow. I agree with you too, because when I saw the brother, I didn't hear any whatever the brother said about Christ or whatever. But when I saw that clip or whatever of them hugging, I actually I saw it because you retweeted it, oh, I did. and I, echo, I echoed your sentiment, <laughs> which was like, "You way more safe than me." It could literally never be Would me. Literally never. You kill my brother, they not gonna let me in a courtroom. That's right. Like they, I have to be barred from the premises That's right. altogether. That's right. So no, but I also can understand. <laughs> I can also can understand how forgiveness is a form of self healing mm-hmm. and not wanting to hold on to that like darkness and just relieving yourself of it and trying to move on. Right. So. I don't really have anything for the brother. I agree. But yes, the overall attitude right. of this white woman who is serving 10 years that she's not going to serve. She's sentenced to sentenced 10 years. Sentenced to 10 years for cold-blooded black-ass murder. And five was the minimum. Five is the minimum I'm sentence. Sorry, they no. gave her 10. Like, and for me... I just really believe that even if you are just like, you know, totally going to walk with Jesus and live word for word by the New Testament, great. However, forgiveness is not a performance. You can forgive somebody without ever speaking to or laying eyes on that person again, much less hugging them, consoling them, comforting them, stroking their hair, giving them a Bible. Sometimes the only reason people (laughs) do interact with the person that they're forgiving for that is again for them. Right. Like some people feel like I have to either write you a letter or speak to you in person and and just re- to release myself yeah. of this. So that's one thing. But this whole, this judge patting Patty on the back of her goddamn head and giving her Bibles and all of this right. shit. Girl, please. And then the young man who testified 
fucking murdered just, just a few days ago. Randomly dead now. my ass. Bitch, kiss my ass. They shot that boy in his mouth. They sent Not, a message. Right. Like, and you can't tell me the police didn't do that. You just can't. Sorry. Because I'm sure he was going to testify in the civil suit and however that trial was going to go to. So I just feel like there's so much about the way this trial played out that needs to be unpacked. But most of all, I just want black people to stop bending over backwards to make white people feel uncomfortable, even when they do the absolute For worst to us. the fuck what? For what? We get treated like animals. Yeah. Like animals for doing nothing. You know what I mean? Nothing. It's just really, it's just really disheartening. Like the reactions, especially that judge. And then even um, both them's father was like, I hope we can be friends one day talking about this bitch. And I'm like, what? I'm lost. I just, I literally cannot understand it. And then this boy, the the neighbor who testified, ended up shot dead just a few days later. It's like... Something in this whole shit ain't right. It absolutely ain't. It absolutely ain't. And so I'm just really disgusted, really dismayed. So many of y'all sent in emails where you were typing very, very fast, telling me that I was so wrong last week for the things I said about the judge. And I just don't understand how the criminal justice process works because she was only doing it so that they couldn't appeal and blah, blah, blah. And I ain't never even smelled law school. So when people started like tweeting that stuff to me, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a, an angle that I had not thought of before. And then I was thinking, well, that's even better, you know, if she was looking at it like that, like, let's make sure this trial is won and done and we're not doing this shit no more but after that hug and that bible bullshit i don't even believe that at this point i believe she was trying to send tracy ann a lifeline like i'm just throwing it out there maybe they can get you on manslaughter and you get like six months probation and have to wear an ankle monitor or something because she squatted up with the police as well and that like i I mean and she probably well this is morbid but she may have felt like she had to or else she would be the one shot dead or something like that. Like Who I don't knows? I don't know, but I just know watching it made me sick. It made me sick to my stomach to watch y'all comfort this woman. I'm just giving annoyed. her peace as she goes off to prison. Oh, it's just disgusting. Because they would never do it to us. I'm annoyed to see my own people like backing up and perpetuating the poor white woman yeah. narrative. Like, this woman got on this fucking stand or whatever, oh, crying God. with her earthworm gym looking ass. <laughs> and now all we, we got all of these prayers and shit for her and whatever the fuck. It just like. makes me... After y'all saw her racist-ass text messages, after y'all saw the shit she was saving on Pinterest and all this, y'all still gave her 10 years. Okay. I just don't... That's why I say this is the bad place. <laughs> It just, for black people, it is. I don't know about white people, but for black people, this is absolutely the bad place. And I just want so much better out of humanity that is probably never going to happen. Black so. people in hell probably got a break room. Listen. <laughs> She's like, child, this ain't nothing. Girl, Have you been there? Tell you about them white folks. <laughs> and this. All right. Well, I actually think that's more than enough talking about that story because I was going to bring up the judge thing that I just thought of and we already talked about it. So great. Do to do. I know gonna, that lady's fucking not going to have a read. Just going to smooth out of here. I know that lady's fucking macaroni and cheese probably tastes like oatmeal. The black lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I just really wonder how she faces her community after that. Is the, is everybody looking at her like, girl, is you crazy? She is anybody is. looking at her like that? Anybody? 
Like, ain't Janine, girl, what is this? <laughs> Somebody? Huh, tragedy. But anyway, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read, the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. I say that because, bitch, it is unbelievable, but this Friday, our TV show premieres on Fuse, 11 p.m., The Read with Kid Fury and Crystal. Um, so tune in it'll also be available on itunes and amazon prime the next day for a fee and then for those of you who are overseas it will be available one week later for free on amazon prime um so yeah 11 p.m friday october 11th on fuse yep any news for you this week there's the house read thing all right there is that as well. Should I? I don't even know. Let me look that up. Where is you that? You can go to Instagram.com slash this is the read where you'll find information about this event. It is a quote, um, interactive photo and art installation. It was a live performance space and pop up shop. Niggas like ourselves and other niggas that we know will be there and you can watch the show there, the premiere. I mean, It'll be open all weekend long for you to go and pop in and see who's there. Oh, are they going to be playing the show? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Also, um, yeah, that's coming up this weekend and you don't need a ticket. So, no, you can yeah. just come. I go believe. to, yeah, go to the Reed's Instagram to see the flyer. It's free. Um, on October 30th, that is a Wednesday at Chelsea Music Hall. It will be Trilloween 7. Well, I've seen lots of y'all asking if Trilloween was coming back to the city this year, and it is October 30th. Um, so you can go to Trilloween.com now for tickets to that party. It should be a good time. Wow, that is going to be such Can't a long day for you. Ciao. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't wait to see your costumes and all of that. Hopefully mine gets here in time. I have one already waiting, but what I really want to wear still in the mail i have an idea but i need to hurry up and get started on executing it now instead of waiting to the last minute and going to party city and picking up whatever they got as i've done which is what i do typically so okay great anything else we need to cover Uh, before alex yells at us I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. We are hosting a screening of Queen and Slim this Thursday in Brooklyn. So if you're interested in winning tickets to that, that is also on the Instagram. But by the time this comes out, Alex will have probably already picked the winners. So yes, and if you don't get to go, you'll be able to hear a taste of that on an upcoming oh, yes, episode on the podcast. Of That's the podcast, right. So very excited to see Queen and Slim, though. That was another one that trailer really got to me, and I was like, "Oh yes, bitch! I want to watch it." You know, I love me some Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. And when Mommy came around with that new haircut when they were on the run, I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah. this is my type of party." <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for the show yes it is um have a i was gonna say have a great weekend i forgot it's fucking monday <laughs> well girls have a great week and yeah. a happy hump day and all that good stuff don't forget <laughs> to watch this tv show shit this week. <laughs> and uh yeah girl <laughs> you done talking away from the mic yeah see you girls later bye girls see y'all next monday tuesday it comes out fucking tuesdays For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms. 
then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.